Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Jaron Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. You really can tell something by hearing the ball come out of a quarterback's hand. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. The violence, that it, uh, the, the snap that the ball comes out, uh, the, the grunt or the, the effort. With, you know, Some guys throw a ball effortless, and some people have to really rear back and throw it. Oh, absolutely. Come Is down it, here, Peter. Someday I'll have you stand there and let you. Hey, let me listen. I'll, I'll have an average guy throw one, and then I'll have him throw it. <laughs> you tell me if you can hear the ball. All right, I'll do that. I'll definitely do that. Is there any real mystery that you're picking Trevor Lawrence? Uh, I'd have to say that's the direction we're going, and, and uh, I'll leave that up to the owner when we make that decision official. But I, I'm certainly not stepping out of line, and that's certainly the direction we're headed. I love it, man. Basically, just say, yeah, we're taking him. I mean, which is good. I mean, we've all known it anyway. Not ducking the question. I think the only time he's kind of ducked that a little bit was the whole Gardner Minshew stuff. And he said, well, listen, we haven't made anything final. And he said that like a week and a half ago or so um, because there were some questions about trades with Gardner Minshew. Yeah. And he said, well, listen, nothing's final here. We're still doing our homework. And and then yesterday, basically, he's like, or this morning with Peter King basically saying that. Yeah. Well, that's do, you what think, do you think he said it, too? Because if he hadn't, I feel like the headlines would have been that off comment where he said, come down here sometime and I'll let you hear it. And they were talking about Trevor Lawrence's pro day, so he kind of already he kind of already he gone like that slipped, way. and then was just like, "Well, I yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> That's yeah. a good point. He didn't shy away from it uh, either." Question: What does the football sound like? I like I understand that I, we've made this comparison before. I've never thought about it until Urban Meyer's right there front and center at the Clemson pro day, and he says it. But I would suspect in that industry, in that business, it sounds different. I can tell you this: like growing up playing baseball, I know when. A, a bat hits a ball and it sounds different. Yeah. Uh, in golf, say it all the time. You go out there to the Players' Championship, listen to those guys hit a golf ball, and then come play with me and listen to the way I hit a golf ball. It's different. Sure. Like the sound. It's not that they just their swing is better. It's not that their clubs are better. It's not that they hit it farther and they can control it better. They have, they're just better at golf. No, it sounds different. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I get that. I still don't know what I would like. You could. You could give me a couple of sounds, and I'm not really sure, okay, is that the good sound or the bad sound? Yeah, yeah. What would it sound like if you threw a football? <laughs> I have, yeah, it would be super aggressive and super intense, I'm sure, um, because I, I feel like I don't have any kind of soft touch whatsoever when it comes to basketball uh, or football. So as a defensive lineman, I never noticed a sound because I was always, you know, using <clears throat> language and screaming You're at somebody. Out that, so, sound. Uh, th- th- that sound was easily drowned out. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've never heard a quarterback throw in stereo before, but I'd love to hear it. So I have an idea. We need to get an average quarterback, and then we need to get, like, say, Trevor Lawrence. And then one of us has to line up, and we have them peg us in the back with the regular football, the regular throw, and then have Trevor Lawrence do it, see if we feel a difference. We couldn't get Gardner Minshew on the show. Maybe we get Trevor Lawrence on the show? You think, think Trevor Lawrence would come here? I don't know. Okay. If... You, if, if so there's something about folks that are trying to like harm media members that is appealing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, that that might to, work. To throw out your back. Oh, by the way, Coos, yeah, yeah. you're the one that's yeah, going to be the dummy. Then you just signed up for that one. Well, I'm not taking a shot to the back. It. I'm not taking a shot to the back for what? To figure out if for, it feels for, different for the views. No. no, no, to see if Trevor Lawrence is the real deal. Once we get no, a TikTok sir. account. <laughs> hey, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm not taking a football to the back, guys. So, sorry. I ain't going to do it. Okay. 
Kuz, it's all you, man. Kuz, you're up. Have at it. It's your idea. Follow through with it. Hey, it. finish the race. <laughs> finish the race, Kuz. You started this race. You got to finish it. Hey, how's Ronan, by the way? Good. Eight he stitches. Beat you, he beat me. He? Eight stitches. Yes, beat sir. Me. Is he walking around the house this weekend, loud and proud, uh, chest up high? He was, he was pretty pumped up. Um, I think all the nurses there at uh, Baptist Medical think our family is a bunch of psychos. But <laughs> yeah, because the whole time we're yeah, it just <laughs> we're we're a different kind of family, man. And my wife's got her hands in her like you know her head in her hands, just like oh my gosh, because you know, we're going back and forth. Like Ronan's a little bloody. He's like, I think we need one more stitch over here. I'm like, no, that's plenty of stitches. He's good. <laughs> Cut him off because he's trying to get more, obviously, to sound tougher than what he, you know, so all that whole thing. I suggested super glue, but whatever. He got stitches. Uh, good for him. Eight of them. Eight yeah. of them. Beat Eight of dad. Them. Tougher Beat than dad. Two. Beat me by two. I love it. Um, a new lane stitch record. That's good. You couldn't even say, uh, like, in, in in basketball, you play one-on-one, you're like, got to beat him by two. Well, he beat yeah. you by two. <laughs> no, he beat by two, man. There, there is no room for that, but hey. I still got plenty of years ahead of me, okay? I still do a lot of dumb stuff. <laughs> still, Ronan, I'm coming for you. Your clumsier days are ahead oh, of you. Oh, dude, you tell him, man. <laughs> I, I, one day my back's going to go. I'm just going to fall. Hopefully it'll be by something sharp. Yeah. I can get 10 stitches on uh, something. Little did uh, Ronan know that this was more than just a This was more than a, a sprint here. This is a marathon. Oh, this, this is, is a, a lifelong This thing. is a lifelong marathon. And I, and I have to obviously beat him out right now because by the time he gets to high school and starts hopefully playing sports, but if he doesn't, whatever. But I feel like there's more stitches coming his way eventually. So I, I got I to gotta ante up and beat him. Yeah, there might be more stitches coming your way, too, if you keep fighting for a while. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Brent Martin, Austin Lane, Coos on a buddy. I hope you're doing well. One of the stories of the weekend actually broke uh, maybe right after our show on Friday. Or maybe, maybe it was Saturday morning. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. But uh, Tyson Aluoglu. Yeah. It's just wild because we were, we were just talking about it last week and you said, is Tyson Aluoglu even on the roster? Yeah. Hadn't been given a number. Yeah. And, well, you sniffed that one out because there was something else in the works. Here's, mm-hmm. here's the peculiar nature of this story. Yeah. His agency is the one that broke the news about signing with the Jags. Mm-hmm. He actually did a story with one of the affiliates back in Hawaii, mm-hmm. uh, an interview mm-hmm. about signing with the Jags. So I had reached out to his agent to see if we could get him on the show. I think you might have reached out to Tyson, too. And mm-hmm. it was kind of, and then it went a little bit quiet, like never heard anything. Mm-hmm. Well, then about a week later, we get the report that he's had a change of heart and he's going to stay in, in Pittsburgh. That's where the family is. They just built like a dream home there and... And uh, got an offer to stay uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. We don't see that happen very often uh, in free agency in the NFL at all. Mm-hmm. This was pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Surprise you? No. <laughs> no. And I know I, you had your reasons on social media. How was that exchange all weekend long? Uh, the exchange, on, listen, there's a lot of people and their feelings about how they, they feel about Tyson Aluado. So let's go ahead and put a couple things to bed right now. Was should, was Tyson Alualu taken a little bit too high? Yes. Would Tyson Alualu would have come here and been a huge part of this defensive line? Yes. Would he been uh, a staple in a three-four defense, playing that nose technique, and would he have been an anchor and taking on double teams and stopping the run? Yes. Okay. Now, if you don't believe me, you can take a look at his pro football focus score. And I don't ever really bring this up a lot, but I watched a lot of, you know, of Steelers games last year. I saw what he did. But if you don't want to take my word for it, go look up his grade. You know what his grade was last year? Uh, I, I'm going to guess in the high 80s or low 90s because he had his best year of his career probably. Absolutely statistically. Right. A, 89. 
He had an 89 in terms of his, his position grade of interior defensive lineman. You want to know what Aaron Donald had last year? 150? 93. <laughs> 83, uh, so 89-93. Okay, so Tyson had a great year last year, playing in a new position, essentially, at that nose tackle. So, let's go back. Let's rewind the clocks a little bit to how this whole thing formulated. The Jacksonville Jaguars, well, there, there was speculation that Tyson Alualu signs with the Jacksonville Jaguars. A couple hours later, I think we addressed this the next day, then they go after um, Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown. And I remember on the show, I was like, well, that's weird because Malcolm Brown's a nose tackle. And Tyson Alualu, who has played three technique in the past, but now is a nose tackle, also plays nose tackle. And we, we talked about this. I'm like, you, so you're going to have two nose tackles on the same team? Now, people out there want to say, well, he could have played three technique. Tyson Alualu played the nose tackle position last year at an elite level. Okay, It was the best year of his long, illustrious career. Why would he come back to Jacksonville and play a position where it wasn't his best you know, spot? It, he didn't have the most success. Why would you agree to come to Jacksonville for that? So I'm under the impression that Tyson Alalu was expecting to play nose tackle here. Okay, fair enough. You're playing a 3-4 defense, a lot like Pittsburgh. Same thing. Why not? Come back to Jacksonville where you're a part of it. So then they go after Malcolm Brown. Red flag number one. Okay, now, as the days progressed, and I didn't really address this, I didn't bring it up, but like I started to become a skeptical a little bit because like we had interviews here and there, players getting interviewed saying, I'm excited to go to Jacksonville. Tyson never said anything. No. Okay, and I follow him on Facebook. He never addressed it on Facebook. Now, there are people posting on his wall, hey, we're excited for you to be. He never said a word. Instagram, I don't have Instagram. But I even typed in his Instagram thing, looked on Instagram. Nothing. Now, he did an interview, but that was it. More baffling to me around the few days later is this is a story. Tyson Alualu coming back to Jacksonville, okay, where he was a first round pick, a lot of history here, coming you know back to Jacksonville, maybe essentially finish his career. That's a story. We never saw the Jaguars push that narrative. Yeah, we never saw the Jaguars. And everybody talks social media. Who's a free agent? Push that narrative. Why wouldn't you push that narrative? Where's the Tyson Alalu footage when, when he played here back in the day? Like, that's a great story to tell, right? Another red flag. So when people want to sit here and say, oh, he left the Jags at the altar, all of a sudden he, he had a, a change of, of faith or whatever like that, in my opinion, and once again, this is just my opinion, nobody else's, I think this has been going on for a while. I think the writing has been on the wall for a while. Now, yeah, I think Tyson Alalu actually did have COVID, all right? And then I, I think he, you know, he had all that going on. But, and when Tom Palacero comes out and says, well, he built a new home here, he built a great home, I'm like, get any more detail about his home. Like, what are we, like, that, yeah, yeah. And, and that's the reason why I tweeted that. I'm like, dude, what are we talking about here, Tom Palacero? Like, just say he wanted to stay in Pittsburgh. We don't got to get the, the extreme details. Like, well, he just built the home, he's got the family. Okay, and maybe that's all true. And Tyson Alalu, the biggest family man you're ever going to meet. Absolutely. Keep in mind, he kept his family here for the first, at least a year, if not two, I think, yes. when he went to Pittsburgh initially. Yeah. I'm pretty sure about that. Yeah. So a huge family man, and maybe that was the sole reason. But I'm just saying a lot of there's a lot of red flags out there that nobody really talked about until this all added up, and, I, and myself included, because I'm like, hey, he's, he's going to sign. Like, but no, we never heard anything. The fact that he never addressed it, the fact that the team social media account never had any kind of cool video, hey, welcome back, Tyson, we saw none of it. So that leads me to believe that, and once again, just my opinion, when they brought Malcolm Brown in, 
as a starting nose tackle because guess what? You're not going to have a – and people want to say, well, what about the competition? What you gave up for Malcolm Brown in terms of getting him in the contract and all that stuff, Malcolm Brown was going to be the starter. Okay? Simple as that. I knew it. I think Tyson would know it. The team knew it. We all knew it. Is he younger? Malcolm Brown was going to be the starter. Okay? Tyson Ralu was going to be the backup nose tackle. Now, maybe he could have been a starting three technique, but once again, if you're Tyson, why would you want to do that? Okay? So when you put all that together, I think this has been brewing for a while. I don't think this was a, like a, a yesterday kind of thing or two days ago where all of a sudden it was like breaking news. Tyson Alou leaves the Jaguars out to dry. I think the Jaguars knew about it. I think Tyson Alou knew about it. And all of a sudden they're just like, all right, we're going to announce it here uh, on Saturday or late Friday, whenever it was. I'll give you one more domino because this happened, I think, on Friday was the Adam Gossett signing. Yeah. So then a guy, they add one more yeah. defensive lineman. And I'm not saying he's playing nose tackle, but I'm just saying they add another defensive lineman yeah. before the news about Alu Alu, yep. you know, going back to Pittsburgh was in place. So don't I, don't sit here and tell me that it was ten days he had a change of heart. I don't think so. That was more maybe the Jags got a better option or at least viewed it as a good depth play, and that's what I would ask you. Does he have to start? And I understand yeah. there's something about that, but you're talking about a rotational position, especially at the age of 33. You could become more of a rotational guy whether you're starting or not. Yeah. You know, I mean, to get well, the best out of you, and and now in a 17 game season. Mm-hmm. So I, I, from that point of view. Tyson, by the way, is like the least egotistical guy, at least that the Tyson I know in, in, <laughs> no, uh, in the world. On, so, is, absolutely. So I, I just – do you think that really miffed him or it just became like, hey, maybe this isn't the best fit. Let's see if we can work something out with Pittsburgh, and we can, so let's let's make it happen. Once again, I think the fact that when they got after – because let's be honest. If you're the Jaguars and you're conducting deals right now and you call up Tyson Alualu, it's like, Tyson, how you doing, man? And I don't know who called him, whoever it was. We're interested in you. I want you to come back home. Yeah. Be a leader for this team. we got a young team right now. We need depth. We're going to 3-4 defense. You're coming from a 3-4 defense. You had the best year of your season. Um, we want you to come play nose tackle for us. Tyson was probably fine. Do you think the Jaguars are going to say, oh, and by the way, a little caveat, though, real quick. Working on a deal uh, here. We, 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 we <laughs> might trade for Malcolm Brown. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. You know, uh, Don't worry about the Malcolm Brown stuff. But, yeah, come play 3-4 nose tackle for us. And maybe Malcolm Brown, you know, just in, in, in the fine print. No. That's not how the conversation went. So if you're Tyson Alu-Alu and you verbally agree, okay, fantastic. I'm going back to Jacksonville. Um, I, have a, I have a lot of roots planted there. It's where I started my career. Joe Collins back there. Let's go ahead and do it. If you do that and all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, wait a second. Now we're getting Malcolm Brown as well. You're going to be a little turned off to the idea. Yeah. I, I don't care who you are because you know why? Because I would have been. Yeah, yeah. If I was in Tyson's shoes, and keep in mind, like he, he he's a lot more of a great guy than I probably ever will be. <laughs> but with that being said, there, there's no way that I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to second guess stuff then. Right? Yeah. And, and yeah. What's their plan? What did exactly. they sell me? What's going on? Did something exactly. change? You know? So if you're Tyson, what do you do? Do you come to Jacksonville where you're probably going to be a depth guy, or do you stay in Pittsburgh where your family is, where your home is? Oh, and by the way, guess what? You're still the starting nose tackle at the position that you dominated last year with the defensive line that you dominated with last year. It's a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess it makes some sense. I, I, By the way, when this happened, I didn't think any ill will on, on Tyson. I mean, I, I really didn't. I mean, it, yeah. it, well, things and, changed. And by the way, people are, to be honest, People are emotional. Yes, they are. Okay. Don't want to call anybody out, but Jack's Boz was <laughs> emotional. Okay. I mean, we, me and him went back and forth a little bit out, yeah. out of a friendly, uh, a little friendly conversation. 
he texted me or he tweeted me uh, some bread that he made. Didn't know what that meant. And then he tweeted me a picture of Urban Meyer on his cell phone saying Urban Meyer didn't like my tweet. So I don't know what that means. I can't do a lot with that kind of stuff, though, huh? You know, like bread and Urban Meyer, like. And it was like the back of his head, so I'm not sure if it was you or Urban Meyer. I don't know who the guy was. It might have been Urban Meyer. I don't know what was going on on Twitter on Sunday. Uh, it's craziness. Jack Spa's uh, AEW star, by the way. Oh, I mean, who you telling, man? Yeah. Celebrity That's at right. this point. Uh, the, so who is their backup? Here's who the Jags have. Josh Allen, Caleb on Chason, those guys are on the edge, right? I mean, they're the linebackers, essentially, in this defense down. Uh Jihad Ward, is he going to be a strong side guy, or is he going to play one of those three technique positions in a 3-4? I think Ward's going to play a three technique. Okay. Yeah. So and then you have Smoot, who can do the same. Adam Gotsis, yeah. who can well, do the same. he's going to have to do the same. Right? Yeah. I, I, like we, we talked about a little bit. I yeah. think Smoot might be a I don't know how much Smoot weighs right now. He's going to want to get in the 285 to at least 290 range to even uh, to be able to compete. You want to see a guy weigh 295 to 300 though as a defensive end in a in a 3-4 defense. Yeah. Uh but I I, I assume him he's I don't see him as the no, he's not going to get into a nose tackle no, position. No, he's not going to play a nose. He's not going to play an outside linebacker. No. So he's a defensive end. Yeah. And same thing with Gotsis. And same with Gotsis. So you have that um who else we have here? So you got Devon Hamilton who I still see as a nose tackle possibility. You think he could be the the he can play in my defensive opinion, tackle he, too. He can definitely play both. I think he can play a defensive end technique and also a nose technique. So there's a little, um, in my opinion, once again, there's a little versatility there. Taven Bryan playing the three technique if he's on Has the roster. To. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, that's without a doubt. Just double-checking. No, Where's no, but it's a constant well, well, And you say three, like, to, see, basically, three. here's how I look at just the yeah, way yeah, 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 I look yeah. at the big guy in the middle and the two sure. guys on the outside. Sure, yes. Tavon's yes. not the big guy in the middle. You, you, you can label him whatever the hell you want to label yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. But okay. the big guy in the middle is what the nose tackle is. That was where Tyson was going to play. Correct. Right? That's yes. where Malcolm Brown will play. Yes. That's where Devon Hamilton might play. Yes. Doug Costin. He's playing the he's playing like, as you call it the three technique. He's playing the end spot. That end there, spot. There's no way he's playing nose tackle. So the Jags still essentially, depending on how they view Devon Hamilton, have a starter and a backup. Malcolm Brown yeah, and Devon I mean, Hamilton. You're gonna have to put Devon Hamilton right now with where the roster sits. You got to put him at the three. I'm sorry. I mean at the, at nose. the nose. Yeah, yeah. I'm confusing myself right now. Yeah. At the nose. Tackle. So when they let's just take Malcolm Brown out of it. When they initially signed Tyson Alualu, yes. they saw Tyson Alualu as their starter. And maybe Devon Hamilton as their backup nose. More than likely. And keep in mind, everybody, again, these are rotation. This is a rotational position. Like starter to me is like, yeah, whatever. You're gonna almost split snaps well, potentially. See, it's rotational, but not really from the nose. If you have a legit nose, okay, like he can you, hang you don't, in you there, don't, yeah. Well, I mean, like I think of like uh, Hiloti Nada. Nada, yeah. Day. Like he wasn't rotational. Like if you needed a, a base defense, that guy's out there at the nose technique because yeah. he's that good. Um, I think Malcolm Brown is that can be that guy, and so can Tyson Alwell. Like you hear the term rotation, well, it's rotational from the nose technique because there's a lot of passing plays. But when you play in the AFC South division, where you have Derrick Henry and where you have Jonathan Taylor now and things like that, you got to stop the run. So think of it as the nose technique you stop the run with. If it's second and long or third and long, then he's probably off the field. So it's rotational, yeah. but not really. I got you. That makes sense. Uh, hey, but keep in mind, 33-year-old Tyson Alualu would be out there all the time. I think I do like the idea of Malcolm Brown, like, at his age and everything, you know, the upside of his career still. Mm -hmm. It might be better off for the Jags it worked out this way, too.
No, for sure. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I have no ill. Obviously, I have no ill will towards Tyson. How it worked out, I get from Tyson's perspective. You're back yeah. in Pittsburgh now. Uh, you probably took a pay cut, but I don't. I don't think money's really an issue for Tyson anymore. The guy's been playing for whatever 11, 12 years. That's why he built his dream home? Exactly. <laughs> and, and, and then I think with Malcolm Brown, you know, he plays that nose technique, but then also out of you know, like your speed packages, your pass rush packages, he gives you something to in the pass rush. So. There you go. Yeah. So uh, interesting. Uh, that was wild, though, to see that over the weekend uh, with Tyson Aloalo. And that was one of the old guys they signed, by the way, in free agency. Obviously, a 33-year-old. Yeah. Uh, Tyson Aloalo. Shock, you're a mock. Have you recovered from the weekend? I've been recovering from Twitter over the weekend. Shock, you're a mock. My Coming word. up on ESPN 690. Austin Lane. I had braces. I still have my permanent retainer in. It's been knocked out twice. Brent Martineau. So it's not once, stuck in there. Once, uh, <laughs> one, no, it's not stuck so in there. It's not. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. I think it's Mac Jones. I have felt Mac Jones wow. with Kyle Shanahan marriage for about a month now. I was with Kyle, and Kyle used to talk about two things that he physically loved in a quarterback all the time. He talked about a very natural throwing motion, and then he talked about this upper body torque that when your feet are always in chaos, which they are in the NFL, you have to be able to throw with just your upper body and kind of the spin of your upper body. And there's two quarterbacks at the top of this draft that have those two physical traits, Zach Wilson and Mac Jones. And I think that this move is about Kyle Shanahan loving Mac Jones. Now, maybe the organization is still intrigued by a player like Trey Lance, and they're not completely sold that they've made their final determination. But I do believe it's for Mac Jones. You know what that is? That's uh, a feeling. Dan Orlovsky. Chris Sims. <laughs> That's Dan Orlovsky. That's Dan Orlovsky. It's not Dan Orlovsky. He, he's, he's not defending himself and yelling. It's not Dan Orlovsky. I, uh... What did you just say? Trevor Lawrence can't do that? Yeah. You know, they, they see that throw. Somebody had, I, f- I forget where on Twitter, somebody found um, the throw Zach Wilson made. Everybody was like, even uh, Trevor Lawrence was like, sheesh. He tweeted yeah. about. Oh, no, and me and Kuz broke that down. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good throw. Yeah, it was a good throw. Not the best tweet, but a good throw. But uh, Sam, I don't like friendships yeah. between quarterbacks. Yeah, it's and a different I don't like quarterbacks like Justin Bieber either. Okay. Uh, yeah, we Over, heard about that. I was two. waiting for a UFC breakdown, and I got Justin Bieber instead on the last <laughs> segment Friday. Well, it's all right, man. Give the people what they want. <laughs> now, does the other side of things have an issue with how I talk about, you know, pop music? Probably. <laughs> so, so I got to, you know, let's just say like that. I, 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 I haven't I, I, been I, back on there in the last couple. It's been a little bit, right? <laughs> He's in one, out. <laughs> one would say I've been shunned from the morning show. But uh, where was I going with that? What did I say? Justin Bieber... You were gonna say, uh, Zach what's Wilson. They did the throw too in game. Oh, see, I saw a tweet. Said Sam Darnold. They showed made it the same throw. Oh no, that's, it was a little shorter, but it was the yeah, same throw. That's the Jordan Palmer calling card. He ends every because Josh Allen did it too. Every, every quarterback ends the Jordan Palmer quarterbacks. I'm not sure if Zach Wilson is a Jordan Palmer quarterback, but those quarterbacks sell in the same throw because it's kind of like the it's it's the big shebang, Brent. Yeah. It's, it's the it's the fireworks blowout. It's, um, it's the curtain call. It's a, it's a pretty good throw. Yeah. Uh, more quarterback talk, including Mac Jones. and Now, uh, we'll, we'll go ahead. I was going to say, once again, you should take a knee and go to victory that, formation. That is still a great idea. We got to – whatever, Listen, man. Listen, I'm still trying to get I've Jordan reached, on. I mean, I've reached out to Jordan Palmer twice. I reached out to okay. his folks a lot. I mean, I thought we were going to get him when I was in Clemson that day. Yep. I don't, it's just hard to get these guys on. There's just nothing more disappointing than when you go back in, like, your, your Twitter message history and the 2013, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, boom. yeah. A couple years past. Hey, Jordan, will you please come on the show, please? Thank please, you very much. Please, please. Jordan, please. 
I need guests. <laughs> I can't talk for three hours, Pop. Please. I, I mean, come on, Jordan. I'm doing well, too. I mean, yeah. you're not the only one doing well life after football. That's yeah. what you should say. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> trying to go through agents. Not doing as well as him, but yeah, it's all right. He has endorsements. Um, <laughs> We ready to go? We ready to go? Are we ready to shock your mock? Coos. Week two. We ready to roll, man? We got ACDC on today. I mean, I mean you are all were, in. Were they an inspiration? Jailbreak. Oh, yeah. See? Right on. Let's go, Coos. He is none other than the Shock Master. on the wrath. Any more guesses of what those two sound bites are from that we haven't got yet? Coos. Did Coos get one the other day or did he just come close? Coos guest came close. Coos, what was your, what was your guess again? Uh, was it Trailer Park Boys? Yeah, Trailer Park Boys. Yep. If it's along those lines, I've got no chance. You'd be surprised, actually. I, I think you've definitely heard of the show before. It's a, it's a classic staple from our generation. And if you want any more of a hint, I mean, let me just tell you it. Because, I mean, that's that's a pretty big hint. Staple from our generation. Animated. It's got to be... Animated. <clears throat> Animated. Uh, King the Hill? Coos. Friend. That was Casey, by the way, back there. Ha- oh, Casey's got it? <laughs> Don't even let you get it. Casey. <laughs> Casey, I see you, man. You know what, Coos? I mean... Listen. I st- you still the Trevor Tracker and... Yeah. You know, I feel like we broke yeah. a lot of a lot of news on Friday. Oh yeah, we're, we're, were the Bieber fans all excited? Fantastic! And, <laughs> I I, no idea. and by the way, I love Justin Bieber. Speaking from someone who's worked on the other side in the, in the top forty station, Justin yeah. Bieber, big uh, fan. Love the new album. A lot of, ugh, I mean, can we? I, I, I brush my teeth to it, Brent. What are you talking about? Um, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. That's <laughs> Coos mean mugs me. All right, so let's get it, man. Shock your mock today. We got a special one. Before we get into the mock draft, and Coos, feel free to put it up and give me a thumbs up when you're ready to go. Thumbs are already up. I like your style. I like your moves. But that being said, though, Magic Fan Ben. Uh, and Twitter handle Ben Jags Magic. So this guy wants to know that he's Orlando Magic Fan. On behalf of ESPN 690, condolences. Our sincere apologies. Okay. We, I mean, <laughs> we picked you out of. Um well, just pity. because we feel bad. Well, pity. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, pity. And let's be honest, you're a Jaguars fan. It's been kind of rough the past decade, but man, being a Magic fan as well, I can't. Like, at least I got the Milwaukee Bucks, Brent. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least the Bucks give me some kind of open the Brewers here or there. But the reason why I'm gonna call Magic fan Ben from the get-go, this guy's a Jaguars fan. Went to his profile. He checks out. But then check what he put out in the hashtags. Now we were very, we, we were very like, clear what we wanted in the hashtags. Hashtag shock your mock. Right? That's how we find everybody. If you, want, if you want your mock shocked, hashtag shock your mock. This guy, this hooligan, goes out and says, hashtag go shock yourself, HA92. Now. Go shock yourself. Now, funny, not bad, <laughs> witty, why not, but also a declaration of war. You better believe bit. it. So let's just say right now, uh, Magic Fan Ben. Not off to the bestest of starts. And bestest is definitely a word because I just said it. Not off to the bestest of starts. Let's get into it. Coos, it's up there already. We're good to go. Thumbs are up again. I love it. All right. 
Pick number one, whichever one. It's like a slow unveil for Coos here on the feed. I like (laughs) it. I mean, he's like directing. Pick number one, we got direction. Pick number one, we got Trevor Lawrence. By the way, this mock draft was done from ProFootballFocusMockDraftResults.com. <laughs> You're welcome. Give, hey, powered by AWS, which is Amazon something. Um, hey, powered hey, by, I think that's like, is that uh, Collinsworth's deal? Absolutely. Powered by whatever. And listen, if you want something powered the by something else. Focus is Collinsworth's thing, right? Listen, I'm not getting paid for this. I could be. But if you want something powered by something else, go with AWS. It's good for Chris Collinsworth. It's good for ESPN 690. <laughs> it's good for Austin Lane. It's good for everybody. Good endorsement. AWS, everybody. Check that out. Anyways, Trevor Lawrence, pick number one, off to a great start as usual. No, I mean, that's, you know, any more brain busters. Now we get interesting, Did we Brent. get a trade or did we get an extra pick just listen, for being the Jags? I don't know if we're doing long division or if this is a trade right now, but he, 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 Essentially traded up to number ten. Oh, I see. With the Dallas Cowboys, yeah, yeah. And in return, he gave up pick number twenty-five, pick one forty-five, pick one seventy, and pick two forty-nine. Don't hate it. I'm not mad at that at all. You know, the obviously the PFF mock draft result says that was a C move. We 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 don't go off PFF for much, okay? Only my grades when I was a seventy-nine. I was a seventy-nine point seven, by the way. Is that pretty good? Um, it's been. It, it could be worse. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it could be worse. As on 79.7 on Madden, is that okay? Uh, no, that's a little low, but uh, PFF is, is pretty good to go. Listen, so he traded up number 10. Let's see what he does with it. I'm not mad at the picks. You give up your first round 25th pick for the 10th pick, and then some some back kind of cannon fodder. Not mad at it. Let's see how it worked Certainly out for him. Certainly keeps us away from Matt Bushman by trading yes, away some of those does. late picks. Hey, Matt Bushman, we'll see you later, man. <laughs> nice knowing you. Pick number 10, Kyle Pitts. Brent, you know how I feel about it, Brent. I mean, what more do you want me to say? Kyle Can Pitts. I be a little critical here? Okay. Can I jump in on the criticism? Sure. Get in there. It's starting to look like if you have Kyle Pitts even at number 10, you're wishful thinking. Could be. He's not going to be there. Well, it certainly yeah, looks yeah, like the, the way the Dolphins yeah, have traded up. Yeah. So Careful. just telling you, I mean, uh, there's a better chance of a guy like, in my opinion, Devontae Smith being there at 10 okay. than there is Kyle Pitts. But go on. Well, okay. Well, Brent, see, this is called shock your mock, not shock my dreams. Because <laughs> yes. because I want Kyle Pitts in Jacksonville. And then, and then you're trying to turn that on its head and say it's you've not going to happen. You've already shocked people's dreams. You stole a T-shirt from somebody well, and gave yeah. others undersized size yeah. with frayed but, but I, I don't appreciate Cutouts. you know my, my co-host and, and co-creator of shock your mock to kill my dreams now we're supposed to be on the same team right now Kyle dude Pitts, i love it thank you man do, do you love it i do okay fantastic pick number 33 jason oe okay i get it guy ran a 4-3 you buying that 4-3 by the way you, you buying that 4-3 four, three? Three. downhill 4-3 might have might have been on a downhill 4-3 but <laughs> nevertheless though this guy is is tailor made for a 3-4 outside linebacker oh, happy valley for a reason hey i <laughs> On fire right now, white hot, Brent Martin, white hot. This guy is tailor-made for a 3-4 outside linebacker. I love it. You draft him at number 33, not mad at it. All of a sudden, Caleb on Chase sounds like, Ooh, hey, Leonard, how'd you get out of here again? Because I might be on the way out because Jason always coming. This guy runs a 4-3. I'm a little worried. I like that pick. It, it's depth. Um, it's not a need. It's depth, but it's, it's exciting depth, especially from a pass-rushing perspective. You can never have too many of those. Joe Cullen's, call, Joe Cullen's calling card, if you will. Just ask him. You draft me. Uh, pick number 46, Samuel Cosme. We, we uh, Cosme, figured out. Yep. Cosme. Now, once Six, again, seven, 310 pounds. That's great. You're offensive lineman. You should be. Uh, B plus out of. And once, I'm not even going to say these grades that the pro football focus people gave because I don't trust them. I think it's a pyramid scheme. I think it's a scam. Now, by the way, AWS, though, powered by AWS. <laughs> Love that thing. Love what they're doing there. But PFF, yeah. Um, Samuel Cosme, I get it, but I don't get it. Because to me, once again, this is a luxury pick. 
you have to ask yourself a serious question right now, Magic Fen Ben. You got to ask yourself: Is he going to come in and take away uh, a starting spot from Juwan Taylor or a starting spot from Cam Robinson? If you read the draft stuff. Probably not. There's going to be some developmental time. The guy's a statue out there. He stands straight up, can get bold. There's going to be some developing with Cosme. And I still want, you know, the 46 pick to maybe contribute right away in some sort of position. So with that being said, I can't come with you on that one. Michael Carter, halfback North Carolina. We've seen Michael Carter go a lot deeper, Brent. We've seen Michael Carter like in the 80s, 90s, 100s. 65 is kind of risky right now. A bit of a reach. You're kind of risking it for the biscuit. And by the way, we got the best biscuit we talk about, James Robinson. Okay? And to take a guy at 65 that's not named, ETN, that's not named. Who's the other guy that we're all about? Um... At least more of a wider series. Kadarius Tony, I can't come with you on Michael Carter. So all of a sudden we got boom, back to back, bad picks. And now I'm not sure if they're trying to cater to what I'm about in Wisconsin Whitewater, <laughs> home of the Warhawks, by the way. Shout out to the WIAC Conference. Cecil Shorts can say all he wants how Mountain Union's the best conference. I don't even know what conference they play in. The WIAC is the best conference in D3. Don't let Cecil Shorts throw any kind of different narrative into your head. He's running a pyramid scheme just like PFF. So with that being said, <laughs> and, he, and he's got plenty of family members to do it. <laughs> Mountain Union advocates. It's a cult. <laughs> He's got like eight kids now. Yeah, exactly. He's running a cult over there trying to get him to Mountain Union. No, go to Whitewater and win some real championships. Quentin Marinus, this guy made a big name for himself at the Senior Bowl. Um, he, he rocked the crop top. I think he had a mullet. Just a classic Wisconsin guy. I hope he comes to Jacksonville. I want to interview this guy, Brent. It's like my, my kinfolk, if you will. But pick 106 for a center. And I'm sorry, Kuz, have, have we hit the draft need button really yet? No, not yet. Oh, I'm sorry, but we're taking a guy out of Wisconsin Whitewater at pick 106 and not hitting the draft need button? Interesting. So now we go from Samuel Cosme, Michael Carter, Quentin Marinus. We're going back-to-back-to-back sucky picks. Back-to-back-to-back Tommy Namsky sucky picks. Congratulations. (laughs) And then let's go ahead and round out this sucky draft with Tutu Atwell. Not mad at that one. Guy's got speed. Urban Meyer loves speed, but I don't like this. And then especially what I don't like at the end is when it says the overall Jacksonville Jaguars score of Magic or Ben Magic fan, Jags, Magic, whatever it is, uh, his draft grade, A-. minus. No, sir. I give this draft grade an S because you just got shocked. I don't like Michael Carter. I don't like Quinn Mariners. I don't like Tutu Atwell. Uh, and I don't like the fact that we're not addressing the safety position. Probably the biggest need right now on this team. Justin Kuzar has been working so hard back there on that draft need alert button, and we couldn't even press it today, sir. What's going on with you, man? Come on. You're better than that. I have two other problems. Hit me with the press. Pro Football Focus, uh, wherever this mock draft came from, brought to you by what? Oh, that's the one that you're talking about, the one that's powered by AWS. Yes, that one. Uh, Holla. The Jags aren't picking 46. They're picking 45th. Brent, the, the trades, though. Oh, for real? Yeah, but that trade wasn't in involved. Doesn't look like it. We have the trade up top. They got the 10 pick, and they gave up the 4 pick. So, the, yeah, so this is obsolete here. So, so not only that, Michael Carter, who says halfback anymore? It's a running back. There's a lot Come of things on, I don't like about football, this. Folks. Does anybody call it a halfback? <laughs> And having the audacity to give out draft grades like like I'm a child. No, I, I hate the heart. Like I'm like the Mel Kiper of shock your mock. Okay, I don't get getting you a seat. You can get asked. All right, you got asked. Yeah, shocked. Tremendous here. Oh, thank you very much, man. So with that being said, <coughs> pardon me. 
getting a little too emotional up in here. Uh, I guess you get a T-shirt. I don't know. This, this it's not even real though. This, this this is baby town frolics. That's what they call it, baby town frolics because we're not picking at 46. Uh, this trade will never happen with Dallas, by the way. And we're not taking a center at pick 106, sir. So Magic Fan Ben, I understand that. Maybe you're down because the Magic traded away all their picks, but don't bring that negativity to shock your mock. Maybe you get a T-shirt, maybe you don't. That's Brent's call. He's got a whole case of them. We'll see. <laughs> Not my call, but I'm just saying your mock draft sucks, and you've been shocked. If you keep taking shirts away from people, <laughs> I'm going to be wearing these shirts every day. Oh, trust me. My, my my grandma back home's got a bunch of friends that they can go to. Do you, do you, do you have like you know you have like size larges that they can sleep in them? I don't care. Whatever, man. Just take a bunch of shirts. It's fine. A little nightgown for everybody <laughs> yeah. back home. For all the ladies at, at the salon, give them some nightgowns. Uh, there you go. Your mock has been shocked. Ben Jags magic. Powered by a powered by AWS. By the way, <laughs> appreciate it. Uh, poor guy. Jags hit magic. What a tough decade. Whew. How old he is? <sighs> I mean, does he remember the Shack and Penny Hardway days? I don't know. I hope so. Well, we appreciate it. Send in your mock drafts to be shocked all the way up until the draft. Then maybe get a T-shirt out of it. <laughs> Used to be guaranteed to get a T-shirt. No, now it's going to maybe. You got to earn it, man. You yeah. got to earn that T-shirt. Uh, I'll be in touch if oh, you get a T-shirt. Yeah, and, and don't threaten me by saying go shock myself, okay? I, I do the shocking. I don't get shocked. I do the shocking. You turned so it Brent. up a notch on a Monday so much that we even had to slander Cecil Shorts, who's a friend of the program. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> what we don't mean to say, man. Shout out to Whitewater, Brent, the Wyack, where they play real football Wisconsin, in D3. Whitewater, or yeah. Mount Union. We need a poll. The Warhawks. We'll be back. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. The latest on Deshaun Watson. And more quarterback talk coming up at 5 on this NFL draft now a month away. Bring it on. Bring in Trevor Lawrence. We'll be back on ESPN 690. It was a yearly trip for me that I would go visit NFL camps. I became very close with certain coaches and organizations and I would go spend time with them. And, and then the more, you know, the, you know, when I went to Florida, actually Utah, but Utah, Florida, Ohio State, and we started getting a lot of players in the NFL. A lot of times I'd go visit them and I'd talk to them quite frequently. And I was just amazed because if it gave us an edge in whatever, if I was at Ohio State or Florida, I wanted that edge. And guys like Belichick was a guy that became a mentor to me. And I went and visited the Patriots several times. And I would always try to bring something back with me that would help us. And to say that I got something from my friends in the NFL, I got something every time I visit them. And by the way, that's not just an Urban Meyer thing. I mean, that that happens. Like Everybody goes to coaching clinics. High school coaches go to yeah. college clinics. College coaches go to NFL clinics. Heck, college coaches enough. might go to high school coaching clinics. Uh, it just that's part of the business. That's Urban Meyer with Peter King. Let's get to the phone real quick before we got to uh, go to the top of the hour. Shock, your mock lasted a little longer than normal. Well, what uh, else is new? That's okay. Uh, South Beach Gary, what's up, man? Hey, guys, how you doing? Boy, some of these drafts, let me just throw three names out, Austin. I'm not going to give you the Jags whole draft, but what about Tony at 25, uh, Devontae Williams, their first pick in the second round, and take Brevin Jordan in the third round? Uh, Devontae Williams, uh, Tony, and Brevin Jordan. I, I think the Brevin Jordan pick, by the way, would be a good one. Uh, yeah. to, to me now, if you get Pitts, Jordan, or Fryermuth, it's like, okay, I feel better yeah. just because I know their names. Did he say Devontae or, or excuse me, Javante Williams? Javante, right? You said the one the guy from UNC, the running back. Right. Javante. Oh, right. Yeah. Javante, I'm sorry, Javante Williams. Good? And, uh, 
and uh, Jordan in the third round. Is it, would, would that be respectable, Dix? Well, thanks, South Beach guy. I appreciate it. Uh, I mean, you do have to put an official mock draft in, but yeah, to be this, is, this isn't like kind of shock my mock, but don't really just yeah. like give me like, what do you think about it? Like, hey, I'm just gonna call the show. Like, I mean, no, man, this I, is shock. I see mock. what's going on here. We're not very bright, but we get it. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna call in next week, South Beach Gary, and give us your other yeah. three picks. Not like gonna in pull round the five, six, and eyes, Brent. We're, not we're hip to the game, man. Not drinking that kind of Kool-Aid. Now, that being said, I kind of like going offense at all three of those spots. <laughs> okay, so so you're all in. I don't know. Like, I'm not well, all in. It's good thing that you're not the shock master. I am. I'm not all in on Kadarius Tony. Like, I don't love the Kadarius. What I've said about the Kadarius Tony thing is I could see it. I, I'm going to like it if Urban Meyer likes it. Because sure. I think Urban Meyer knows to, what to do with that guy. He's had that guy in his program in college. So, like, yeah. I, I I feel like if that's the one guy he could pick that I'm like, eh, whatever about. Yeah. That if he picks it, I'm like, I like that. Hey, you, you know what like, the really crazy thing about this whole thing, though, is he asked me and not you. So, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you, no, I agree I, with you. I, I think, gave out the T-shirts. <laughs> Does he want a T-shirt? No. Um, I think the only guy that could be a little bit of a question is Javante Williams. Um, do you risk it in the third round for a running back? Kind of compare him to David Montgomery a little bit. He's got the speed for sure. I'm just, I'm just, I'm such a big James Robinson believer. You know, and I guess the third round's a position where you can kind of make a play for him, but I think you can address safety there. You can address some other things, but, but you might probably need a little more than that third down back. It's like offensive weapons slash tight end and edge rusher for some depth and safety feel like kind of that 25, 33, 45, somewhere in there yeah. that you need to get, or even 65. If you you yeah. got to check some of those boxes there, or I don't feel that well, good. and I also think I think Williams goes in the second round. And if that's the case, I'm not going to take well, him in the I second think round. Well, he was talking second round. Oh, he's talking Jacks second round. 33 and 45 in the second oh, round. Oh, okay, I thought he was talking about the third round. Yeah, yeah no, I'm probably 33 and 45. Yeah, I don't know about that then. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you might be reaching for a little bit of that anyway at 33. Yeah, I don't know, maybe not. Uh, right. That's the last freebie that we do. That's it. We're out of freebies. You get an arm sleeve. This, this isn't Costco. Shirt. You don't get freebies. It's just Austin's face on the shirt. No freebies. We'll be back. Football at 5, ESPN 690. What's going on with Deshaun Watson? Where does Mac Jones end up? A lot to get to here on ESPN 690.